listening to an audio sermon from Hope Bible Church Kelowna. For more information about our church, please visit hopekelowna.ca. What a night that must have been. That holy night, that divine night. Just think about it, a birth announced by angels to lowly shepherds. Now, today we have taken and we've glamorized that night with nativity sets and Christmas cards and carols and children often reenacting the story, wearing bathrobes, bed sheets, and using stuffed animals. But that very first Christmas was very raw, it was incredibly real, and it was a night that true hope was born. Now, Kelsey read part of the Christmas story to us earlier, and I'd like to continue to read from Luke chapter 2 starting at verse 8, detailing the story that was just portrayed for us on the screen. And it says, And in the same region there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. For the next few moments, let's just look at what was taking place in Bethlehem and outside of Bethlehem that night. You see, the cry of baby Jesus in Bethlehem that night broke 400 years of silence. You see, because of willful, rampant wickedness and rebellion on the earth, God's active presence had left. There were no more prophets giving messages from God. And God gave the people over to what they wanted. Those were some very dark and difficult days on this earth. There were some, however, that were waiting, hoping, longing, anticipating for the promised Messiah. And in Bethlehem that night, God broke through the darkness and the silence. And maybe for you today, maybe God seems silent. Maybe he seems distant and far off. Perhaps it's because of what religious people have said or have done, or because of things that have happened in your life, and maybe you're even here today, and you're even wondering if God even exists, or maybe you are just wanting to kind of live life on your terms. Your life, perhaps maybe it appears normal to other people on the outside, but on the inside, it's not good. There's an emptiness, there's a longing, there's a desire for something more. And I want to say this to you lovingly, but I also need to say this. The longer you push God out of your life, the darkness will only become greater. But you see, everything changed that night for the shepherds. And everything can change for you today as well. And what... what were, what were the very first words to the angel that, or from the angel that night to the shepherds? It was, fear not. Even though those were rough and tough shepherds, you can't imagine, I, I mean, what they were experiencing. These were rough and tough shepherds who had fought off wild animals, no doubt, in protecting the sheep. But it says that they were afraid. It says they were terrified. And for good reason. They had never experienced this kind of a thing before. But you see, Christmas... And especially Christmas 2020 can reveal the fears that we oftentimes have in life. And there are so many fears that we face day after day. You have the regular ongoing fears of finances, relationships, health issues, 
fear of perhaps being alone or, or, or fear and concern about what others may think. So many fears can be filling our heads. And then you take Christmas 2020 with COVID-19 and all of the confusion and all of the chaos that we've been experiencing in the last nine, ten months. And I think we're all kind of beat up and we're confused and, 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 and triggered even, but angry, fearful, wondering what does the future hold? But outside of Bethlehem that night, something changed as the angels declared, good news of great joy. That's what it says they declared, there's good news of great joy. And let's face it, once again, there has not been a lot of good news in the last number of months. I mean, these days especially, you would just never say, hmm, I want to... um, find out, I want to hear of some good news, and so you turn on the news channel. No, you, you generally don't do that. For the most part, it's pretty depressing. And yet sometimes, I believe that in life, and, and what you go through, sometimes to ease the tension, and sometimes it helps, even for a little bit, is just to laugh. And maybe you've seen some of these things that are floating around on social media lately. This, this one more recently. In 1990, sneaking out of my parents' house. In 2020, sneaking over to my parents' house. That's definitely, it seems, quite true this year. Or some of these memes love it. If 2020 was a swing, yep, that would hurt. Or if 2020 was a pizza, uh, once again, mm, doesn't that look delicious? Everything you want on a pizza. Or if 2020 was a a, a cocktail, mm, I mean, who wants something? Yeah, that would describe 2020. Or perhaps for you, you've taken on a new hobby like, like this person. I have started coloring to manage my stress and my anxiety. And, and yes, that's what it might end up looking like. Now, it's good to have a good laugh, but it solves nothing. But I have some news that can solve that ache and that desire in your heart. Into the silence, into the darkness, that night near Bethlehem, the angel said, good news of great joy. But the word great there is different. That word great means mega. That's what the word actually is in the Greek. means mega, which means massive, unparalleled joy. There is good news of mega joy. You see, Jesus Christ can overpower and bring hope in any and every situation that we face. Just love the story that Jordan and Kelsey shared with us already. And there's going to be more stories of hope like that from various people in our church family at our Christmas Eve service. I trust that you will join us online to be encouraged, to be challenged, and reminded that that there is hope available for us today. But the message of the angel continues on. The message of the angel said, good news of mega joy that is for all people. It's for all people. Now, God sent angels to shepherds, and shepherds were oftentimes considered the outcasts, the nothings of society. Their job, their work was viewed as very meaningless, menial kind of work. But Jesus came for all, even the lowly, even the outcasts. No matter how dark, how confused, how troubled, how messed up you are, Jesus came to this earth for you. Whether you have lots of money or you have no money, Jesus came to this earth for you. Listen to what the angel said. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. It doesn't matter your background. It doesn't matter what you have done. It's not about you trying to clean yourself up, trying to make yourself better. 
And like that shepherd we saw in the story a few moments ago, we must run to Jesus. We must do something about it. It's not just enough to know about the Christmas story and to know about Jesus. We must act on it. We must do something. And just as that one shepherd and the other shepherds ran to the stable, they found the one. They found Jesus, the one who was the spotless lamb for sacrifice, the promised one. They found God in the flesh. They found Emmanuel, which means God with us. I believe this statement I read recently just describes Jesus in just an incredible way. Jesus is everything God wanted to say to you in a person. Isn't that good? Jesus is everything God wanted to say to you in a person. You want to know what God is like? We look to Jesus. And there we see his love. When we look at Jesus, we see his love through his life. That little baby would grow on to be a young man and would live a perfect, sinless, righteous life. None of us can attest to that. And he would suffer and die on the cross all because of love. He took the punishment that you and I deserve for our sin. He took up our our mess-ups and our failures and he was that perfect substitute, the spotless lamb. But he didn't stay dead. He rose three days later, victorious over sin and death. He put death to death so that we don't have to fear death because he conquered it. And he offers forgiveness, guilt-free living from the past. He offers us salvation. He offers us eternal life. This is that good news of mega joy. And it is available to all, to all who repent. And to repent means to change your mind, which leads to a change of direction. It's saying, I'm done running. I'm done ruining my life. I'm done going my own way. I want to run to Jesus. I want to follow him. And it's agreeing with God about the bigness of our sin, but it's also agreeing with God about the bigness of his grace and his love towards us, to forgive us, to give us a new start. And in Romans chapter 5, it says that we are justified, meaning we are declared innocent from our past, from our sins, past, present, and future. We are justified by faith, by believing in what Jesus Christ has done for us. And today, you can run to Jesus. While you're sitting in your car, you can run to Jesus. Or watching online, you can run to Jesus. And it happens by simply, yet sincerely, talking to God. It's admitting that you're messed up. It's as easy as the ABCs. And the first one is admitting. First of all, admitting that you've messed up. We all have. We've all sinned and fallen short of God's standard. And it's admitting, I can't make it to God. I can't do enough good to outweigh the bad in my life. But then it's also B, in believing. Believing that Jesus came to this earth for you. That he died on the cross and rose again to offer forgiveness for you. And that is where we then find real hope and real help. And it begins by us admitting that and believing in Jesus. And what he does is he changes us then from the inside out. And then see by confessing our sins. It's agreeing with God about our sins. And it's asking him to forgive us. And confessing him to be the Lord and to be the Savior of our life. And by offering a prayer to God from the heart, covering what I have just mentioned here, you can be reconciled with God today. And you can experience forgiveness from your past and assurance of eternal life in the future. 
This is the true hope of Christmas. It is hope for all. I'd like to lead you in a simple prayer right now based on a very familiar verse in the Bible. I just encourage you wherever you are just to just kind of silent yourself, just bow your head. And you can just kind of listen and you can pray along if you would so like. In John chapter 3 verse 16, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him will not perish but will have everlasting life. And God, we see your love displayed at Christmas. You sending your one and only Son to to live that perfect life, to show us who you are, to show us yourself, your great love and mercy, and to die in our place. And God, we're just so thankful there is no sin too great, no past too messed up, No fear too powerful that can keep your love from us. But we must respond. And for any, anyone who runs to you today, God, we pray that they would cry out to you as their Lord and their Savior, asking you to forgive them, and you will do that. And by believing in you, meaning we trust, we cling, we entrust ourselves to you, That is where we find real hope and help. God, I pray that even now, that there would be many who would say, I I give my life to you, Jesus. I believe what you did, and I ask you to forgive me and to be my Lord and Savior.